What's up, my unapologetic beauties? Welcome to the bonus episode of Unapologetically Her podcast, the podcast that's for her, by her. And for today's episode, I wanted to share with you guys an interview that I did this past Monday with the Biz Mixer for their IGTV series, 30 Humans, 30 Lives. I had the pleasure to sit down with Carlina, the face of the Biz Mixer, as she interviewed me about what does it mean to be unapologetically you? What does it mean to be unapologetically me? Heck, how to be unapologetic. We touched on topics such as throwing your people-pleasing tendencies in the garbage, conforming to other people's expectations, creating platforms that allow us to express our authentic selves, and why you don't have to follow every trend. Now, this interview was an honor and it was so much fun. Just, it was everything, mainly because this is the first time I was actually interviewed by someone to discuss my history, to discuss the podcast. What led me to do what I do now? Let me tell you, this is an interview you don't want to miss. It's a lot of fun, but also very insightful. And I feel like I dropped a few gems here and there, something that everybody can take away from. So much love, peace. Make sure to check out The Biz Mixer on Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse. Check out their website. If you want to check out their socials, it's at T-H-E-B-I-Z-M-I-X-E-R. Much love, y'all. Peace. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of 30 Humans, 30 Lives, where we are meeting 30 changemakers from all over the globe, learning more about how they positively impact their communities and how they are making things happen. So I'm super excited for this upcoming live with Natalie. We're going to be talking about people-pleasing, setting up a platform that encourages transparency, and a whole bunch of other things. So I'm in this conversation with you all and to have Natalie from Unapologetically Her with us today. <laughs> hey, hey, how are you? I'm better now. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, honestly, right before this, um, oil got into my first iPhone. So I'm using my mom's iPhone. So. Oh, wait, how? <laughs> Listen, this is what happens when you try to listen to Clubhouse in the bathroom and you have um, hair oils on the table. Yeah, so note to self. Yeah. So I, I tested this on, I'm like, yeah, this sounds gonna be trash. So I just borrowed my mom's phone. So shout out to Bismix for Mama for making this live possible what? today. Shout out to moms. Mom's always coming through, man, <laughs> always. I know, I know. And shout out to everyone who is joining us right now. I see Talk Shit with Pete. A lot of podcasters are in here today. I see a lot of I artists are it. in here today. So shout out to all of you that are here. Natalie, say hello. Let the people know who you are. Ooh, girl, every time people ask me, like, who are you? I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't know myself. You just say magical. Magical. <laughs> that black girl magic. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Nadine. As you can see, um, I'm currently, let's say, unemployed because of the pandemic. Uh, I'm a podcaster and I'm just out here trying to live my best life in lockdown, Ontario's third lockdown. 
Is it the third though? It feels like 7,652.5. I think I've worked, <laughs> I feel like I've been off more than I've worked in a whole year. And that's really weird for me. Like I'm not really someone who takes vacations from work or anything. So I'm like, this is a lot of time at home. Yeah, no, I totally hear you. Like being someone, someone from the events industry that's used to being at a venue or on site on my feet for like hours a day and seeing thousands of people. This is very weird for me. So I feel you. I feel you. You're like, you're in retail. I'm in yeah. events. I feel like I, I can feel you. I can feel your pain from across the screen. <laughs> I'm like, I, oh. I like being home, but I kind of want it to open back up because I'm like, okay, now your girl's getting bored. And she wants somebody. So come, <laughs> no, come on totally forward. I totally hear you. But listen, all your podcast community came up. Like everybody in this call right now are podcasters, including you. So I'm super excited for this conversation. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I love that energy ready. So uh, let us know like who you are like you have unapologetically her yeah. lots of experience in the retail industry oh yeah french minor communications so let's talk about it i mean i kind of butchered your own bio but i'll let you have an opportunity to introduce girl you know my bio better than i do when people <laughs> ask, i'm like i don't know what to say but i'm gonna go off of what you said <laughs> so i went to york university i majored in communication studies i minored in french so i was in the french immersion program so i've been doing french since like senior kindergarten so since i was five years old retail i've been working as soon as i turned 16 so that's why it seems like i have a lot of years in retail i'm like girl, your girl wants a job <laughs> <laughs> who's hiring yeah. and started working like two months after my 16th birthday and haven't stopped since and people always wonder how are you in retail so long i'm like girl it got me through school i'll that's take it fair. i'll that's take fair. it I, I can't knock retail and you learn a lot through retail too interacting with people communicating you know, stepping outside the box and growing as a person. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it tells a little for props, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. bit. And then think about this too. Like when we do these lives, we learn so much about how our past usually helps inform our future or make our future better in terms of our skill set. Right. And I mean, we, we talked about this before. about, And that's the thing. I never realized until really you brought it up and I'm like, oh, she's right. Yeah, you, you <laughs> never realize it. I, no. okay. I personally feel that everyone should at least have a job in food service, yeah. uh, customer service, guest services, or retail. Like one of those four, I think, are Agreed. vital for, for soft skills. So maybe tell us a little bit more about how you transitioned in this. So like the girl was like, I'm, I'm here for the, mo the money, honey. So like, <laughs> was like, okay, let's start retail. And where was like the first place that you started your real retail journey? Oh, girl, Hudson's Bay. Are, wait, I, are you still at Hudson's Bay? I yes and no. Okay, <laughs> I'm there, okay. but I don't well, work for the pandemic. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm still there. I don't work for them anymore, but I work within the store. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Hudson's Bay, you know, shadows to them. <laughs> I've been with them. Since Not sponsored, so don't say it too many times until we right? get that Hudson's Bay. But I mean, everyone can tag Hudson's Bay in this live and tell them that they should sponsor us. Sponsor, sponsor, <laughs> come on. Right. <laughs> See what Fuz is saying. Tim Horton squad. Talk shit with P has worked in retail. See, we've all paid our dues. That's why we're better people now. Right? <laughs> exactly. And so what is it like eight, nine years that you spent in retail? Yeah. What do you think really helped you in that journey to become such a great communicator? Because honestly, you have this like this spirit about you. Like you just like shine through the screen, girl. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, honestly, when I first started out, unless I'm like very close with someone, I'm come off. I'm actually a very shy person in person. Most people would be like, wait, you're shy? I'm like, yes. Are yes. you an introvert? You're a secret introvert? A lot of podcasters are introverts. I'm an introvert, yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't like the big crowds. I usually like, unless I'm like, we like this, like with Bati and Bench, I'm just like, mm, I'll stay over here. But <laughs> we're kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, I got it. I feel special now because I'm still a stranger, but you treated me yeah. like I was family. So I feel special. <laughs> and like virtually it works. Yeah. Um, but I started off as like, you know, this introvert. I would just go to work, do what I have to do and head home. Like, you know, three hour closing shifts. And then, like, my favorite manager till this day, we're so cool. When she came along, she kind of forced me to step outside of my shell. She forced me, like, okay, like, speak up. I want you to take charge. So when we had closing shift and she wasn't there, she's texting me. She's like, so did you get the work done? Why isn't this done? And you, I left you in charge. You need to tell them what to do. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, me. Sure. <laughs> Her kind of helping me develop my voice. And then again, you have to speak with customers. You can't serve and not speak to them, right? Mm -hmm. So when customers come, oh, hi, how are you, miss, sir? Can I help you with this? Then you have those customers who come and want to tell you their whole life story. And it just forces you to talk to people and it forces you to get comfortable with strangers. And obviously you have to put your best face forward, your best voice forward. So of course, when I'm talking to customers, I'm learning to speak in a particular manner. A particular mm -hmm. tone I'm using, like, you know, grammatically correct English. There's no slang. There's no pot splendor. There's nothing like that. So really retail really You don't sprinkle it in a little bit? You know, there's some customers. There's some of them. But <laughs> it really kind of teaches you how to really talk to people and communicate effectively. And just from there, it transitioned into York, where my last year of high school, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want to do teaching yet. I kind of want to go into journalism. But then, mm, is that too narrow? So I went to York and ended up picking communications because I'm like, okay, this is broad enough. I can do journalism, I can do PR, I can do these things, even careers I never thought about. Mm -hmm. But I ended up transitioning into communications. I added on the French because I was already doing that. So it kind of just seemed like that perfect match. And then from retail to school, writing those essays, having to do public presentations. That's another thing. That's why I feel like I'm a good communicator. Don't test me. Don't give me a test. Don't give me an exam. Don't, don't, don't. Where I have to memorize things I'm not gonna remember in two days from now, don't give it to me. <laughs> I will give you the best presentation. I will have the diagrams, I will speak because that's where my grades are coming from. It was not from the test. Mm -hmm. So I made up for my grades with presentations. And the funny thing with that, too, is is kind of when you think about when you grow up, how important being a very effective communicator and being able to yeah. give, share your ideas in a way that people can understand. So in a, in a lot of ways, what you were doing was actually playing into what you do now. Absolutely. Which, you know, with the podcast. So, okay. So we go to, we go to York, communications, French. We learn how to do the presentations. We're slaying it. We're tell, telling people what, what, what's what retail hudson bay right what made you want to pick up the mic and just not only start recording or voicing your thoughts but bringing people on with you okay so how the podcast came about and i guess we'll talk about it more when we get more in deep with the, with the other questions but when it came to the podcast i had this thing where i'm like i'm always apologizing for being who i am mm -hmm. right the minute a friend doesn't like something like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry 
or you feel like you did something wrong where you probably didn't i'm all i was always that person who was apologizing even for things i shouldn't have to apologize for and i feel like that happens a lot with females we're overly apologizing not because we canadian we just overly apologizing for things that we really shouldn't have to apologize for we sometimes are afraid to talk about the taboo topics and it just reached that point where i'm like i want a platform to just say what i want to say without people seeing my face yeah. when i first started out the podcast and i'm like i'm just gonna say it i'm just gonna be unapologetically me and for so long my instagram name on like this personal page was unapologetically me i kind of just reached that phase in like 2018 ish where i'm like i'm just gonna be unapologetically myself you know mm -hmm. i'm just gonna rip the band-aid off so i started the podcast in 2019 and at that time too, I was on YouTube, trying to do that whole YouTube thing. And I'm like, ooh, that's not me, that, mm, that's not for me. So I'm like, okay, let's try a different platform. I was getting into podcasts, listening to a couple. And I'm like, okay, let's see how this works. Maybe I have a voice, I don't know. And I did six episodes in 2019. But at that point, I was kind of just talking about like random stuff that had nothing to really do with being unapologetically you. Mm -hmm. I was kind of just talking about, again, like, you know, the trending topics, you know, the latest celebrity news. So at that point, I'm just like, okay, this isn't for me. And I felt like no one really cared to listen. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to back out of this. And then mm -hmm. fast forward, I stopped around November. And then in February, one day, um, my best friend came by and she's like, why haven't you continued the podcast? So I'm like, I literally don't know what to talk about. So we were watching at that point, the, the whole Grammys and the reggae artist Coffee. There was a whole <laughs> thing about her because of how she dressed, like what's her sexuality? What's this, what's that with her? And we had the same views where we're like, why are we so focused on that? So me and her just decided, hey, we're having a good conversation about this. Let's hop on the mic and make an episode about it. And that episode blew up. Like, of course. You're right. Hey, didn't you want a boss? I'm holding it like I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna make this a dance hall thing. But it's a long weekend, so we can. It's a long so weekend. If you don't know who coffee is. You must know toast. And shout out to to the collab with Daniel Caesar, so that Canadian flavor in there had the opportunity to see her live cool. in 2019 when the world was open. But right? I think she is also one of the poster child of like being unapologetic being yes. one of the biggest reggae artists in the industry and really mm -hmm. talking about her journey and her story and Thank just you. owning who she is i think that really speaks to what yeah. the podcast is about and like i love that you started with a couple episodes and following mm -hmm. the trends which we're gonna talk about about why following yep. trends is not always what we should be doing but Don't following work. the trends um and then seeing that they didn't resonate because a lot of the times yeah. as creators we are looking for what's the next thing what's mm -hmm. up next yes. what, where's the buzz about there's a lot of reaction artists we were talking about yeah. the, how everyone has a bay that they're doing pranks on and like there's there's things that sell naturally especially for women yeah <laughs> you see a moment Stress. like oh my god <laughs> right <laughs> but once you kind of moved away to from what you thought was going to resonate and started really just having conversations yeah that's, that's when it kind of sparked that's when it sparked mm -hmm. when you're just like oh shoot people love this and the episode was what was it called the miss something like a misinterpretation of female sexuality like i had like this whole big like 
title for it and everything. And that's what blew up. And people love the dialogue between my best friend and I. And at that point, it was only audio. Because we're like, mm, child, it's like 10 o'clock at night. We don't want to be seen. <laughs> so it was strictly <laughs> audio. It's like, but listen, it the camera face is not on. So just going to be well, audio. I cannot make up for you. This is the first time in months. OK, so we've been in lockdown. <laughs> listen, honestly, shout out to Instagram because, <laughs> listen, ring light. Hey! Yes! Hey! It works. No, and it's just as Mufuz is saying, just having better conversations mm -hmm. is what resonates. So I'd, I'd yes. love for us to dive into that a little bit more. Because I mean, when you think about the beginning of your journey with the podcast, it was really mm -hmm. doing a lot of people pleasing. And like we did the poll today, and everybody, everyone was like, how do we yeah. overcome the people pleasing? It's something that we all do, especially as women. Yeah, women, immigrants, Canadians, <laughs> like it's just something that we do. We're on this journey yeah. to, to people please. And I mean, I was talking to one of our community members, uh, Tamara from uh, HS Associates, she's a therapist. And she was saying like the, t the top two things when it comes to people pleasing is validation and self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's talk about that. Like a lot of us are here to try and make people like us. But if we really think about the root of that and that child's story, a lot of the times it has to do a lack of validation as kids. Yeah. Or self-esteem that's also attached to validation. So, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on people pleasing. How can we throw it in the trash? Like, this is a, there's a trash box here with mm -hmm. fire. So how can we put people pleasing in the trash? <laughs> you have to set boundaries. You have to really, people pleasing is not an overnight fix, by the way, because I'm still fixing it. But you have to do your self-reflection. You have to set boundaries. And it does stem from, I think, childhood, from wanting to fit in. I was the victim of bullying when I was a kid. I want to fit in with the cool kids. I want to do this. So you're going to do things to kind of hang out with them and be part of that crowd. But as you get older, you really, again, you do that self-reflection and you realize when, when do I say no? When do I stand up for myself and do what makes me happy? When do I put a limit, put a stop to it? You have to do that self-reflection and really think about why are you doing what you're doing? How is pleasing these people benefiting you? Some people you don't mind helping, obviously not, but you have yeah. to draw the line somewhere. You have to set boundaries. You ha instead of saying, oh yeah, let's do it. Give me time to think about it. Let me process what you're asking me to do. Let me see if this is manageable. Let me make sure not consume an unnecessary time of mine. And then mm -hmm. let's see if I'll do it for you. But my biggest thing is reflect and set boundaries for yourself. And realize yeah. it needs to, and it doesn't always need to benefit both parties, but it needs to benefit you in some way. In the sense where once I'm done, I'm not going to feel drained. I'm yeah. not going to feel like I was used. I'm not going to feel like, Oh crap, well, why did I do this? Mm -hmm. You still want to be able to leave the situation and still feel good about what you did. And for me, that was my biggest thing. I just had to set boundaries and I'm still setting boundaries with some people. People pleasing too, you have to look at who's around you. And maybe you have to back away from those people because are they your friends or are they just using you for what they can get from you? I've had those situations as well. Listen, the oh, moment you, you have to say no, the moment you say no once, you said yes 99 times. All of a sudden, you switch up. You're a different person. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, always say, I forget where you come from, eh? <laughs> Me and you not sexy size, eh? 
for those who don't know Patch, most of them do. Oh, you think you're 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 too big for us, Nelly? Right? See, thank you. We can't we can't swim in the same pond. Eh? Switch up and switch up and say, come on. The minute <laughs> you say no because you're protecting your mental health, you're protecting your peace. All of a sudden, it's a problem. So you kind of have to assess those friends as well and be like, maybe maybe we weren't friends. Maybe we were friends because we saw each other five days a week. Maybe we're friends because we're just also an environment. Thing too. It's a real thing. friendship. Friendship because of proximity. Yes. Like think of all the people that you don't keep in contact with over the past year because you're not in the same space as them. A long list. <laughs> that was like the list is so long. <laughs> I'm not even gonna friends a long list. No, I totally hear you. But <laughs> it's one of those things where you know we're not creating the boundaries it's really hard to say no and that guilt of when you say no and yes. someone being upset about it and it happens to us as creatives it happens to us as entrepreneurs yeah listen this week even having to tell clients that you know capacity's not there sis capacity's not there brother not gonna get my best work you know and being able to do that as creatives and entrepreneurs so you have to if you if people especially when they're paying for a product paying for a service you have to know your limits as well you can I have a friend who also taught me to like she tries not to cram as many clients as she can. She maps out her year and figures out how much clients she can take for the month, how much clients she can take for the year. This person gonna assume consume that amount of time. Okay, I know that's amount of time and space. Booked off, I'm not taking you. You can't overextend yourself. Yeah, the money's great or the attention's great, but are you giving your best quality? Are you giving your best self? Are you giving the best work? So it all ties in, whether it's friendship, whether it's work, in order to give your best self, you have to set boundaries and you have to know your limits. Know your limits. Because if you're the one at 3 o'clock in the morning, stressed out, being like, why am I still up? Why am I pulling an all-nighter? Why, why are you sick? Yep. Proper <laughs> questions. And I tell people all the time, know your limits, play mm -hmm. with it. And it's okay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Listen, we all have limits, sistren and brethren. Yep. I know it's not Sunday, but we all, we all, have, we all have limits. But knowing what your limit is and knowing when people are either going to take you past that limit yeah. or they're going to take you somewhere you don't even want to go. Sometimes you guys are going down the 407 when you don't have 407 money. And you just did the 401. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> girls like, don't have 407 money. I'm done. Take the 401. Take the back road. <laughs> He's like, listen, sis, I, you know, it's going to take me an extra 15 minutes to get to the destination. But the way my life is set up, go with God, 407. So if you don't get anything else from this life, take the 401 when you know that you can't afford to be on the 407. <laughs> Everything's 90s podcast is saying, Natalie, you need to write a self-help book. Unapologetically heard. Oh, I like that idea, shoot. But then again, the you gotta plan out the year, Natalie, and see. Is that a 407 idea or 401? Not to try to rain on your parade, but... <laughs> no, I'm just taking it too far. I support everything you do. I totally buy the book. <laughs> I am not gonna let the 407 comment go. That? <laughs> That's gonna be the title of the comment, so... Are you, for, are you on the 401 when you... Are you on the 407 when you should be on the 401? Know your limits, people. Know how your pockets stretch. Yeah. So it's like, huh, when you think about the people-pleasing thing, like, what do you think is the, um, 
the number one thing that you've been doing to overcome that other than like boundaries mm-hmm. we, we do the boundary we know the limit we know how to say no but what yeah. do you what do you think has been the most effective thing when it comes to throwing the people pleasing tendencies into the garbage or maybe even just placing them in the recycling maybe you might you know i'm the kind of person go- where i've gone like zero to 100 real quick so to stop the mm-hmm. pe- um, people pleasing uh, then boundaries not giving a shit listen literally. and you know what talk talk shit with p is on here and yeah that seems yeah. like something we would say it's just not, not giving a shit anymore because i'm gonna stay here care about everything that happens to you care about what you do you get to go to bed at night at peace while i'm still over here stressing about your situation i don't want your situation and that's on jordan woods yo <laughs> I'm so glad that you you applied to be a part of this. I'm yo, so, shout out to Leanne. Yo, shout out to Leanne, who are, this is the hat I'm wearing, repurposed. Hey. Uh, shout out for, to Leanne for introducing us to Natalie because this has been very fun so far. Okay, so we talked about people pleasing. Yes. Conforming to other people's expectations because that's uh-huh. part of it. When you think about why we have a tendency to want to please people, we mm-hmm. also want to play into other people's expectations of us. So let's talk about that. Conforming. Huh. That goes back to the first six episodes of the podcast. Conforming to what I thought people would want to hear about. Like I said, before I did the podcast, I was doing YouTube. Again, conforming to what people wanted to see. They want to see the vlogs. They want to see this kind of video and that kind of video. I tell people, one, I am not for the makeup. This was a 10-minute face. That's all you're going to get. I am not for the hair. As you can see, my hair is out. There is a reason. I am not, I don't have that exciting of a life to be vlogging every minute. That is not who I am. However, even with the podcast, I was talking about the latest, you know, Hollywood thing. Robin Crawford came out with her book about Whitney, Aisha Curry and some type of scandal. You see what I'm saying? So I was conforming, thinking, okay, well, I need to make videos about this. I need to make videos about that or need to talk about this on the podcast when you conform you lose your sense of self you lose the authenticity and you start to sound like everyone doesn't mean that you can't do it but you really need to have a passion for it there really has to be a purpose to do what you do i always tell everyone's like oh i want to start this i want to start that yeah every field everything is saturated it's oversaturated you need to find out though do you have a passion for it enough to be unique within that field. Do you have enough passion to separate yourself from it? A lot of people, we always try to put ourselves to be like, what, again, what pleases people? What will catch their eye? What will catch their attention? And sometimes it's the thing that you would least expect. Yeah. Oh, what's your podcast? Unapologetically Her. Unapologetically Her, it's it's tagged below. So go listen. Maybe not the first six episodes, but the next ones. Girl, Still listen to those ones. Those one. They're done? They're done? They're, they're somewhere there. I don't promote them, though. Start from February 2020. Okay. <laughs> February 2020. No, still run up some, some listens on the other ones, still. Because <laughs> I would like to see the transition. We like to see the growth, right? Sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It's all apart. We all have, you know, back when quotes and um, weird selfies on Instagram was a thing with the weird uh, rise filter. Yeah. So glad I got locked out of my old account. <laughs> <Don't look at laughs> <that. laughs> 
It's all a part of the journey, Natalie. It's all about the journey. <laughs> you have to have a testimony. You have to go through something in order to speak on it. Yeah. That's like someone speaking about cancer but never had it. How are you really here to speak about it and tell me how I'm supposed to feel? You need to have a testimony. You need to go through something to speak about it. Yeah, in order to inspire, you have to, whatever rhymes with inspire, transpire? I tried to make a rhyme. See, I was trying to have a mic drop moment, but this was me conforming. <laughs> so you touched on it a little bit, and I, I would love to hear people's thoughts that are listening in as well. Like, how have you transitioned through conforming? Like, I want to hear, there's been some good comments. I want to hear your perspectives as well. I think for me, when it comes to conforming, it goes back to what you're talking about is we create this idea mm -hmm. of what we think people want. And to your yeah. point, sometimes they don't even want what we think they want. Exactly. Or it's based on, say, you grew up in a certain neighborhood, family mm -hmm. members, high school, college, university, and that's what everyone just did. Yeah. And so you conform to what people expect everyone from that place mm -hmm. to be able to do. Um, but we're talking about how I decided how I unconformed. Yeah, so you talked about how you did conform. So how did you unconform? How do we unconform? Again, it all goes back to self-reflection and goes back to taking that time really to assess. Look at what's working, look at what's not working. And I'm so grateful because, mind you, I switched up how my podcast runs prior to the pandemic. But the pandemic is really what helped propel it to another level. Take yes. that time to really reflect. Look at what you're doing. And again, do you have a passion for it? Do you have a drive? Do you wake up on a daily or like on a weekly basis and be like, oh, I want to do it? Or, oh, shit, should I really do it? Do I have the energy to do it? Look at how you feel when you talk about it, when you think about it. How I unconformed once I did that episode about coffee and I realized, oh, not only was this actually getting attraction, but this was getting attraction because we were being authentically us. We were talking about something that not a lot of people were talking about. We're reaching people on a topic that actually affects more women other than coffee. Yeah. Yeah, it affects us. I yeah. remember oh, when we were talking about the coffee situation, and I remember in grade eight, and this is how I unconformed in university. In grade eight for my graduation, I was like this huge Jennifer Aniston fan. And I remember she had on this jumpsuit on the red carpet. And I'm like, I want that to be my grad outfit. Someone told me, I, you can't walk behind me in that. Gosh. I wasn't allowed to walk behind me. I'd be wearing a dress or I can't walk behind them. It's like to kind of conform that, oh, because I'm a girl, I have to wear a dress. I have to be extra girly. And I kind of, oh, that always stuck with me. And by the time I reached university graduation, I'm like, I'm stepping out in my white pantsuit. And I'm going to rock Come it. through with the power white The way to head to my turn. <laughs> because everyone was in a dress. So everyone just kind of dressed the same. And I was like, yes, I'm a boss in my pantsuit. Stop conforming to what other people want for you. That's not going to make you happy. You're not living your best life when you do that. And it's the same thing with the podcast. I decided I'm not going to talk about all these trending topics. If it happens to relate, <laughs> if it happens to relate to people, that's great. If it doesn't, it's okay. So when it came back, circling back to the podcast, I decided I'm actually going to talk about the things that make me unapologetically me. 
I want other women to come on the podcast and teach people certain things and what makes them unapologetically them. Show other female that you are not alone. And I think a lot of times I felt like I was mm -hmm. and I had to realize it's okay. Whether you're reaching one person, maybe reaching a hundred people, it doesn't matter. But do not conform because there's always going to be someone out there that understands you. But in order to meet those people, you have to be yourself. That's it right there. You have to be. And, and that's on period. That's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. What's this? <laughs> that's where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. 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 And that's on that on Mary Lamb. Exactly. And that's no, but it's true. When you, when you talk about, you know, we're trying to find our tribe. We're trying to find our people. We mm -hmm. feel like we're alone. And when we're in that con conforming stage of our life, yep. That tends to play into and add into that feeling of loneliness as well. But I, mm -hmm. I found, and many of us could probably relate to this too, the more we're able to be authentic and tell our stories and be transparent, mm -hmm. the more people that are part of your vibe yes. attract to you. And you find the right people that needs to be in your circle once you're able to unconform. Important part. Yep. Yep. It's to find the right people. Because I realized when, like, remember we were talking about when you say no and you see all those people who get upset at you, when you start to be your authentic self, no matter what that is, you will see those people drop one by one. I went from one of those people, like, in those big friend groups to having just, like, you know, my circle of five people. That's okay because these are people who are truly accepting you for who you are. Unapologetically. Unapologetically, live unapologetically, and the, you will find the right people. You will find the right group of friends. The friends I had now, I don't even think I could have been friends with these people, say, seven, when did I graduate high school? Shoot. You say eight so years ago. You don't have to age yourself. You don't have to age yourself. You're a young chick. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The, it's true the, the more we grow up and we get more in tune with who we really are at our core, the more we align with the right people. And when you think about who you are now and who you were, you know, say maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, last year, the that version of yourself would not be able to move in the circle that you're in now and be able to accomplish and be in the right spaces to do the next thing that you aspire to do. It's literally a mental glow up, to be honest. Yep. Yep. It is. So I would, like, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about how you've created that platform that is so unapologetic and is so transparent and authentic. Because mm -hmm. I find sometimes with some of these podcast interviews, it's so easy to go in there with like the pitch, the version, like you think about, okay, what's the persona that we want to put on or how do we want to be perceived by listeners? Yeah. But how do you create a platform that really encourages people not only to just be themselves, talk about the taboo talk topics, dive into you know, maybe areas that they've never spoken on, but how do you curate that platform or that space that is so unapologetic that people not only feel comfortable sharing their stories, mm -hmm. but just being a part of that? Honestly, ooh, how did I create that? It was, everything really stems from that first episode with my friend, where I'm just like, I like this, but I want to take it up a notch and I want people to come on, but I don't tell people what to talk about. You tell mm -hmm. me what you want to talk about. Tell me what you have a passion for. Tell me what you want to teach people. And let's talk about it. I, always, I started asking my guests 
after a couple episodes what does it mean to be unapologetically you i want it to be like if i'm going to create this platform i don't want to be selfish with it i want it to be a platform where everybody can come on and talk about what they do just like we're doing now talk about we're going to ask tell me what you want i'm going to ask you the questions you even tell me what questions you want me to ask you mm-hmm. and let's create the safe space that appeals when they say you can't be for everybody you can't be for everybody but each episode is for somebody yeah. i i haven't lived that long to give you so many life experiences but let me bring on someone who can give you from a different angle from a different perspective i really just wanted the podcast to resonate with females everywhere i've had females talk about entrepreneurship i've had um natalie wilson come on and talk about her journey with breast cancer i've had people talk about the struggles of growing up um being a part of the black lives matter movement last year mm-hmm. i've had people talk about fun i had people talk about so many things where not even as taboo or not but we just don't get the platform to speak on it especially as women of color especially our community yeah so that's where i'm just like i wanted to make sure it's an open platform and it's gone to the point where it's not even women of color anymore i had a toronto artist come on promote her music I've had people just come on talk about the things that they feel like other women can learn from to show we are not alone. I want yeah, a safe place. I want it to be a safe place. A safe place. Yeah, talks with peace saying safe place and Quest is touching on something that I think really resonates with what mm-hmm. you're saying is that you meet people where they are. Yes. And it's such an underrated thing to just meet people where they're at. Mhm. There's so many times that you know, we talked at the beginning of this live about the expectations that are put on us and why we conform and how that plays into people pleasing. Yep. A lot of it is because we haven't created the commonality around just meeting people where we are. I think a lot of times you put expectations on what we want people to be, who we want mm-hmm. people to to be, what yep. we want them to do, how we want them to do it. If I was them, I would do it this way. Mm-hmm. But we I feel like we don't let people just be who they are in that moment. Yep. And meet them at where they are until they're where they need to be. I always say we need to stop policing people. Stop telling people what to do. Everyone has their own method to do something. Maybe mm-hmm. they might not do it now, but they'll do it later. Maybe they might not do it your way, but they'll do it a different way and still accomplish the task. Let people be who they are. Do not police them. And I think that's what we do as a society that social media plays a big part in that where we're like why should you do that? Why he look like that? Why he get his hair cut like that? We're so critical of people because of a 30 seconds that we watch them because of a quick swipe. Let people live and do what they have to do. Like you said meet them part way, meet them where they are now. So much people they decide they want they only want to talk to people who are on this level. No, there's people who can have an impact on this level. and there are people who are building themselves up you mm-hmm. have to give everyone has a voice everyone has a message and that that is that because even with the series too like when people ask you know 30 change makers like who are these people and like oh i've never met this person before like what's the criteria and who's a change maker i'm like a change maker doesn't mean that you have 20,000 followers no i have making impact doesn't mean or 200 views regardless you're making an impact and i think redefining what these titles mean and what it means to be x and knowing that people that are 
the underdog, quote unquote, people that are on the up and coming, whatever that is, sometimes their story is a story that really needs to be heard over the person that's influencing, getting all the brand deals and everything like that. Being a change maker doesn't mean that you have to have a million dollars in your bank account and be sponsored by Nike. Doesn't fixated on the likes and the amount of follows, and they're not fixated on who the person actually is. And so what they said, yeah, pay attention to who you follow. I do. I always promote this. I do an unfollow spree every couple of weeks, almost. These people aren't benefiting you. Am I really watching this person because of what they teach me? how they inspire me, how they motivate me? Or am I just here just to be here because they have all these followers and likes? Also, why then why are you also following me? I go through my following list. That's the one. <laughs> Bye, we moved. Look at who you're following. Make sure these are the people who are benefiting your soul in the right way. And like we said, make sure you give those underdogs a chance. Don't look at the likes. Don't look at the amount of follows. Give these people their credit because they're actually good at what they do because they deliver something not because the package is pretty look at the item itself because listen sometimes the package can be pretty but they pull up <laughs> it's like when you get a box of patties but they're i think my mom calls them seconds where it's like all oh, the mash up patties the packaging looked great the, the box- patties mash up the patties mash up, mash up. I'm like, this is crumbs and mincing. <laughs> but it's true. I apologize at the product. Yep. Exactly. exactly. See, listen, you you have created the plat- the space within our own space for mm-hmm. us to be apologetic. Yeah. I love this. And listen, we can probably do a whole live about that. But I think sometimes like, we get like, caught up in that. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in that. And it kind of prevents us from creating platforms that people feel safe or brave spaces, as a lot of people like to say. Being brave enough to be unapologetic, to speak our truth, regardless of whether it's going to resonate or not. Mm -hmm. But the more we do that, as we said before, the closer we get to that actualized self is what they say. The Mm. woo-woo people. Shout out to the woo-woo people. (laughs) Hell yeah. But yeah, no, it's great conversation so far. I'm I'm excited, but I guess one thing that I wanted us to to touch on as well is like the trends. Because I mean, you're in a space, retail, very based on what's trending, fashion, <laughs> what's on the runway, being a creative, being a podcaster, yeah. there's trends, and you're wanting to follow the trends for success. Mm-hmm. So how have you navigated that? through probably two areas where people feel like can have a certain level of superficiality. How do you not get tempted or buy into or conform to the trends and just stick true to Natalie? Oh, I, well, one, I'm not the trendiest person. I've never been. I'm that person where while everyone's listening to Cardi, I'm listening to whoever came out in the nineties. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so far behind I tell people my favorite people are Jan Jackson and Shantae Moore don't ask me about singers of today I can't I, I can't help you <laughs> which what? is okay but Natalie that's interesting because you started your podcast talking about current events so you would think Bro, Google <laughs> Google Twitter shade room best resources out there 
That's how I started to realize that was a V. Right? Listen, let's not get too spicy on here for people come for us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but following the trends, you were casting you look. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This came in. Um, Yes, following the trends. Um, I had to realize, do I really have a passion for these trends? Do these things really grab my attention? I don't know. First, I've just, I really can't answer that because I've never been that person who really followed the latest fashion trends. So you, never, you, never, did the, you never did the bust it down challenge? No? Bust what? <laughs> That's what I said too. <laughs> bust. Hey, listen, bust your knee. <laughs> Let me tell you, I actually, tr- I, I didn't record it, but I tried. The minute I, you know, when you just do the drop, and they're like, I can't get up. I can't get up. The knees went, screw What are you trying to do? <laughs> no, no. No, you your limit play within it. No, your limit play within it. <laughs> but no, see, I could cackle on here with you for hours, but <laughs> like, how have you navigated through that? Like, how do you, because, to a certain extent, it's kind of like you want to be up to the times. You want to be current when it, when you're creating content and you working in retail. But how do you still tr- stay true to what you really love? How have you done that? I find a way to take what I love and make it trendy, make it current. Okay. How can I take what I love from then and have it apply to the people mm-hmm. now, have it apply to the situations? The trends are there, and at some point, we're going to end up falling for it. We're going to end up following it. But how do you make it your own? Mm-hmm. Like we say with the busted challenge, are you going to do it exactly like them? Maybe you can do a modified version. I had to realize that, yes, the trends are there, but I need to do it based on Natalie's turn, yeah. not on Beyonce's term, not on Megan Thee Stallion's term. How do I do it on my terms? So it's still trendy, but it still feels authentic to me. And I think it all goes back to authenticity. It all goes back to doing what you feel is right for you. You can jump on, just make it your version, make it your way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how, again, I had to transition out of that. So yeah, I started off with current topics, the latest news, but how do I switch from that? Yeah. So I went and- from talking about Aisha Curry and all these current trends, but I'm like, I really don't care about that, to talking about coffee, but I took an element from coffee that I was actually passionate about mm-hmm. and made it my own. We could talk about entrepreneurship all day, but I took a section from that and made it my own. Got my mm-hmm. friend to talk about what does it mean to be an entrepreneur, but also be a minority, to be yeah. a black female in a different country, do- from a different country doing this. You see what I'm saying? Take the trends, but learn to make it your own. Yeah. Remix it. Don't follow it, you know, word for word, cover by cover. It's not going to work the same. It's not a one size fits all. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, all of that and also being okay with letting the trends pass you by. There's some of them you look here. The bus Let's is get into that because some of them you not, just let it go. Not, not everything. Not everything that other people are doing, whether it's your competitors, your colleagues, your peers, not everything is meant for you to do. No. Whether that's being on a platform, we've had people be like, yo, you should be on this, 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 this platform. Mm-mm. Cool. Yeah, sure. But that's not going to work for me. Because no, that's not where I shine best. And knowing that, that goes back to reevaluating yourself. 
evaluate yourself, take a step back and be like, where does the benefit come from? Will I have a passion? Will I have the drive to be on this platform? People said, try Patreon. Look here, I like creating content, but I'm not going to create X amount of content just for Patreon. That's, I, know, I know my limits. I get the one good idea for the week and that's it. So like, listen, for, <laughs> coming back to it, folks, if you missed it before, yeah, if you really should be on 401, stay on 401 if you don't have 407 money. Boom. You need to, you need to what's it called? Copyright Make a shirt. Patent it. There Trade you go. Work that. Trade no, honestly, it. do you have the resources? Do you have the capacity? We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Do you have the capacity to do that? Do you actually want to do that? Or are you doing that because of the peer pressure or wanting to conform to what everyone else is doing? Exactly. See, trademark, yes. Trademark that. But yes, absolutely right. Know your limits. Know what works for you and what doesn't. Yes, everything's trending. Yes, we need to be on this. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube was the trending thing for the last couple of years. I want to go on it and I'm going to do these kind of videos. They were fun, but I didn't love it. I didn't have a passion for it. I did not like putting a camera in my face or my friend's faces all the time. I didn't like I'm the sure they didn't either. dressing up. Natalie, no. I'm sure they didn't like it either. Trust me. They're like, <laughs> oh, there goes Natalie with the camera again, making content. Right? <laughs> it's like, like oh, okay. I don't want to pull this, but it's like your people that are like the crypto people, the MLM people. The bad ones, not the good ones. Please stop. Yeah. You're like, why are you here? <laughs> Please stop. Like, I'm trying to live my best life in peace and in silence under the covers. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So I realized that wasn't for me. Don't follow every trend. <laughs> every trend is not for you. Yep. Every outfit. Like, you know, all those kind of things. Some things you can let pass by. Nothing Some is things. one size fits all. And that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. Yeah, With everything. everything personal life, professional life, business, love yeah. life, everything. everything. It is not one size fits all. That's no. not even okay. Can you please debunk this for me, Natalie? Because you're in the retail space. Why the heck are there dresses and pants that are one size fits all making me feel a ways that my bum can't fit into the leggings from Hudson's Bay Company? Why is there one size fits all? I don't know because that literally does not exist. <laughs> It does, even when they say, like, you know, small, medium, large, extra large. No. Maybe I'm a medium large. Now what do I do? There is no such thing as what size fits I'm a all. medium point five, Natalie. Thank you. Like, girl, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to tell but there you. Is no, one said, no matter how people say there's a one fit, size fits all. No. You read all, all of the strategies, all of the weather, how to get 100,000 followers, how to make your podcast monetize, all of these things. Great tips. Take the good the tips. But as you said, you have to be able to know how to remix it. How is it going to work yeah. for you? Exactly. Knowing enough about yourself to know what's mm -hmm. going to work. Maybe you have to put on a belt. Maybe, you know what, you have to let the... Do you say maybe you have to put on a belt? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe the dress is too big bit. and you have to put on a belt. Maybe it's too short. You got to wear some leggings underneath it. See? <laughs> and it's always cold here, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that the biggest takeaway yeah. is, is just take it and make it your own. 
and exactly. stop trying to be somebody else. That's it. That's where all of these things come up. We talked about people pleasing. We talked about conforming. We talked about how to be unapologetic and create that platform. The yeah. antithesis to all of that is when you're doing the opposite of that. And shout out to Leanne, who is now joining the building. Hey, Leanne. Yes. Thanks for your, she's the reason why this is happening right now. Love for Leanne, yes. Had to represent, my girl. Had to represent. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's wow. what it is. Just mix it up. Mix it up and make it your own. Take control. That's it. That's, I feel like that's the biggest thing, my takeaway, especially during the pandemic year, because I said everything kind of came full circle within the pandemic year, where it's like, mm -hmm. again, self-reflect, set my boundaries. What am I going to do that's authentically me? And once you do that, again, you reach the right people. The people. right people will come to you. It's like kind of like manifesting without manifesting, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. it's just, it's alignment. It's being in the right space that you need to be in to create and and grow the way you need to to do the things. Hundred percent. Natalie, Natalie, Natalie. <laughs> no, this has been a great I'm conversation. Doing. Right? I'm having so much fun. I feel like you just cackle with you for like another fifty minutes, but <laughs> I got nowhere to go. We're in lockdown. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> for but one, you know, need to watch fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna try and see if I can find some outside of my window but i just want to say thank you for for being with us this you're was welcome. super fun like you're welcome anytime 100 um ready. before we head out i want us to be able to to know how we can find you how we can support you where do we find all the things um ooh, right here on instagram i think is your best bet follow natalie nadine check out the podcast unapologetically her um support me to support me help support me to support you and it just goes full circle it's back and forth be a guest on the podcast apply be did a guest say, on the podcast did you just say help me to help you i yeah. love that me right. that on a shirt help me to help you help me that's it it just goes <laughs> back and forth apply to be a guest on the podcast come share your story share a story that females whether young and old can learn from motivates them inspires them share your story if you're not you know too shy i had one friend who was really afraid of sharing her story especially during the whole black lives matter movement and then she's like you know what i want to come and i want to share it on your podcast we sat there and talked for almost two hours i edited nothing that was probably one of the most touching conversations i've ever had to hear how she grew up and the things she went through so if you can come on the podcast share your story teach and inspire other young women that's the biggest thing so if you want to help me help me to help you help me help all of us that's that's the biggest thing unapologetically her check it out streaming platforms unapologetically her podcast on youtube <laughs> i love it and i mean we do have a tradition here so before you head off one piece of advice whether it's advice encouragement how to be unapologetic what would be your last mic drop of the live before we head off Oh, everyone has a past and that's okay. Just turn the past, use it as lessons. Take the lessons that you got from the past and apply it to the future. And do that and just be unapologetic about it. The minute you're unapologetic about it and you accept yourself for whatever it was, girl, you're going to end up living your best life. Oh boy, you're going to end up living your best life. Take the lessons from the past 
just embrace it. Embrace your journey. Embrace the testimony. That's what made you you at the end of the day. That's what helped you become the person you are. Live unapologetically. That's it. And that's where I, where I am now. I'm like, you know what? Those things happen. I'm not going to stress over it. I'm not going to pray and ask God why. Can I just turn back the time? No. Mm. Embrace what was. Take it and apply it to the present and apply it to the future. And just live your best life authentically. Live. You just live unapologetically. Be unapologetically you. <laughs> Listen, girl. I <laughs> love your body. I love your God. I love your lifestyle. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Natalie, so much for being a part of it, for being a part of the 30 You're Change Makers of the Human City Life series, season one, because we definitely have to do this again. Shout out to yeah. all of you that are here with us. Um, thank you for laughing with us. Maybe you dropped a little one, two tear. Maybe you had a realization or a different perspective, but that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. This has been another episode of 30 Human Study Lives. We will see you on the next one. In the meantime, go watch the past episodes. Go follow Natalie at Unapologetically Her. <laughs> Leave a comment once we post the IGTV. Um, have an amazing long weekend to all the Canadians out there. Stay safe. Stay awesome. Stay unapologetic. How about that? <laughs> Boom. That messed All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Anytime, girl. Bye. Bye.